Act Three of The Litigants by Jean Racine, translated by Robert Bruce Boswell, eighteen sixty-four to nineteen thirty-three. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Three, Scene One: Leander, Chicano, the Prompter. Yes, sir, twas thus, I say, they treated me. I knew not either magistrate or tipstaff. Tis true, each word I speak. Yes, I believe you, but were I you, I'd let the matter drop. You should not drive them to extremities, or you will do yourself more harm than them. You've spent three-quarters of your whole estate already, sir, in stuffing lawyers' bags, and in a vain pursuit that only harms you indeed you give me excellent advice and i intend ere long to profit by it but first i crave your kindly offices since your good father will give audience soon to suitors i will fetch my daughter hither let her be questioned she will speak the truth and answer better than myself can do go then when you come back you shall have justice queer fellow this scene two Leander, the prompter. My scheme's perhaps a strange one, but my poor father's craze is desperate, and we must get up something to deceive him. I have another purpose, too, and wish this madman, so outrageously litigious, to lose his suit. But here come all our people. Scene three. Thondin, Leander, Lantemay, and Petitjean, dressed as advocates, the prompter. Pray, who are you? These are the advocates. Bond in to the prompter. And you? I come to assist their memories. I see. And you? I represent the public. Begin then. Gentlemen. Don't speak so loud. For, if you prompt like that, they can't hear me. <coughs> Gentlemen. Put your cap on. Oh, my lord. Put on your cap, I say. I know my place. Don't put it on, then. Petitjean, putting on his cap. <coughs> Gentlemen. To the prompter. Be quiet. I know the first part of my speech all right. <coughs> Gentlemen, when I carefully observe the mutability of mundane matters and see amidst the various tribes of men not one fixed star but many wandering orbs, when I behold the Caesars and their greatness, when I behold the sun and view the moon, when I behold the rule of Babylonia, pass from the Serpians to the Nacedonians, when I see Lomé change from prespotic power to memocratic, thence to monarchy, when I survey Japan, when will the fellow have done surveying? Why this interruption? I'll say no more. You meddling advocate, why can't you let him finish his exordium? 
i was quite feverish with desire to hear how from japan he'd come back to his capon when you thrust in your frivolous remark counsel proceed ah now i've lost the thread courage go on you've made a fine beginning but why do you let your arms hang at your side like that and stand stock still like any statue come rouse yourself and show a little life petit jean moving his arms up and down when when i see i see say what you see sounds i can't hunt two hares at once you know we read we read in the metamorphoses eh that the metempsy the metepsy cosis the cosis donkey donkey stop stop silly idiot silly idiot dolt dolt plague upon you plague upon yourself look at that fellow with his lantern jaws go to the deuce and you come to the point tell me the facts why beat about the bush they make me talk in words a fathom long in words that reach from here to jericho for my part i've no need of such ado in saying that a mastiff stole a capon indeed there's nothing that he won't run off with and ate it up the finest in the yard the first time that i find him there again his trial shall be short i'll crack his skull a fine conclusion worthy of the prologue it's plain enough find fault with it who may call witnesses that's easier said than done for witnesses cost dear or won't come forward we've got some all the same beyond reproach produce them then i have them in my pocket look here i've got the capon's head and legs see then and judge nay i object all right what's your objection they're from maine my lord ah true they hatch them by the dozen there my lord will you be long sir tell me that i really cannot say at least he's honest where can daunt a prisoner at the bar all that to mortal shows most terrible fortune appears to have arrayed against us in eloquence and partisanship for while on the one hand the deceased's renown alarms me on the other my opponent with practised tongue confounds pray sir subdue your overpowering accents if you please i will i've many others but however his sounding periods fill me with mistrust and the deceased one's fame yet still my lord i rest my hopes on your impartial mind before great dandin innocence is bold before this cato of our norman soil 
this sun of justice that is never dim victrix causa dis placubit said victa catone truly he argues well so without fear i speak and advocate my righteous cause in aristotle's work on politics it has been said full well the question sir concerns a capon and not politics yes but the stagerite's authority would prove that good and evil i maintain that aristotle has no locus standi here come to the facts pausanias in his book discuss the facts rebuff facts i say the great james facts 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 hermenopola i will sum up you are so quick my lord the facts are these a dog invades a kitchen and finds a capon there of good proportions now he for whom i speak is very hungry he against whom i speak lies ready plucked then he whose cause i plead with stealthy step draws near and grabs him against whom i've spoken a warrant's issued he's arrested counsel are called a day is fixed i am to speak i speak and i have spoken there i've done tut tut a pretty way to state a case his pace is slow and stately while he utters irrelevant remarks but when he comes to facts he gallops the best part came first nay worst that's not the proper way to plead what say the public quite in the latest fashion what happens next they come how do they come they chase my client break into a house whose house your house my lord our judge's house the cellar is invaded where we fled we are accused of theft and brigandage dragged out and given over to our foes to master petitjean you'll bear me out my lord that in the digest c key canis davy and paragraph caponibus the law condemns an outrage of this kind and even were it true my client ginger had eaten all or part of the said capon all he had done before should be considered in mitigation of his punishment when has my client merited rebuke has not your house by him been safely guarded when has he failed to bark at robber's footsteps witness three proctors who by ginger here had their gowns torn see i produce the pieces will you have other proofs of his good conduct ah master adam peace but linty may peace you are growing hoarse leave me alone compose yourself and finish since i may take breath and am forbidden to prolong my speech i will without prevarication compendiously express
explain unfold before your eyes the transcendental truth of this my cause and of the facts involved let him say all and say it twenty times rather than such abridgment be you human or fiend incarnate end or heaven confound you i've nearly done ah ere the world was made let us get on sir to the deluge ere the world was made before it was created the world and all the universe lay buried in the abyss of matter earth and air water and fire all the elements heaped in confusion swallowed up in space a shapeless indistinguishable mass formed one vast chaos where no order reigned unis erit toto naturae voltus in orobe cam gracia desher chaos rudis indigestique moles in goes to sleep and tumbles off his chair oh father what a fall he's fast asleep father wake up sir are are you dead my father well well what is it what a man he is i've never had so sound a nap before give sentence father to the galleys with him a dog sent to the galleys faith i know nothing about the matter my head's full of chaos and confusion lentemay exhibiting some puppies come poor children come cruel hearts would leave you fatherless come let your innocence for mercy plead yes here you may behold our misery make us not orphans give us back our father our father he to whom we owe our life our father who quick quick take them away our father what a hubbub take them off they're messing all the place see we are weeping my heart already melts with sympathy oh tis a sight to touch a father's heart i'm terribly perplexed the truth is clear the offence is proved he has himself confessed it but if he be condemned how hard the fate of these poor children left to charity i've an engagement no one must disturb me scene four dandin leander chicano isabel petitjean lantimay my lord dandin to petitjean and lantimay yes i will hear you and you only to chicano good day but tell me please who is that child that is my daughter quick then call her back you are engaged no matter i assure you to chicano 
you might have told me that you were her father sir let her speak she knows your business best to isabel speak dear how pretty and what charming eyes but that's not all you must be wise as well it does me good to see such youth and beauty i've been a gay young fellow in my day and been much talked about i won't believe it tell me now who you wish should lose this cause no one for you i will do anything speak i am sure i am much obliged to you hast ever witnessed anybody tortured no and i trust i never shall my lord if you would like it you shall see it done ah oh, could one ever see poor wretches suffer it serves to pass away an hour or two my lord i come to tell you i can state the whole affair my father in two words it is about a marriage you must know that all is settled and your sanction only is wanting both the lovers long to wed the father to his daughter's wish consents will you confirm the contract Dondin, resuming his seat let them marry without delay to-morrow if they please to-day if need be see my father's yours greet him my love how's this what mysteries here your judgment is precisely carried out i can't revoke the sentence i've pronounced but surely you'll consult my daughter's wishes by all means let fair isabel decide well are you dumb it is your turn to speak i do not dare to appeal against the judgment i'll do it then leander showing him a paper look at this writing sir you will not challenge your own signature what is it pray a marriage contract sir all duly signed and sealed i have been tricked but i'll have satisfaction this shall lead to twenty lawsuits if you get my daughter you shall not get my money have i asked it give me your daughter i want nothing else ah father are you pleased with your day's work right well let suits flow in abundantly and i will pass my life with you content the advocates however must not be so lengthy what about the culprit father pardon him let us all rejoice to-day well let him go to isabel for your sake dear he's free i'll take a holiday then try new cases End of Act Three. End of The Litigants by Jean Racine. Translated by Robert Bruce Boswell.